Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on the show, a major announcement to kick things off. Uh, you you got to stick around for it because we've got a Hall of Famer in the bunch. We will give you all the details on that, a fun story and lots of, uh, lots of good feels to it. And we'll get into that here to kick off the show. Also going to get into more around the NFL, including the Antonio Brown fiasco. The drama continues. Albert Breer is going to stop by. Dr. David Chow has got thoughts on A.B. and also Baker Mayfield's decision. We're going to have the news with Brady Quinn and another coach having to respond to rumors of his firing that's coming up right after the season. All of it is yours coming up next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe. The Thursday edition, Fox Sports Radio. We got ourselves yeah. a major announcement here on the show, and it is not the return of Roberto Flores, our technical producer, although that's a biggie here big. behind the scenes. That is big. Uh, big. It means big. this show is going to go off the rails for sure, but we will get to that big announcement coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Yeah. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And Brady Quinn, I can't help but notice that there's like, um, I don't know, like an air of greatness on this show today. I don't know what it is. It's like almost like I we're mean, it's, in an... it's always been here. Yeah. Yeah. I just think maybe you didn't recognize it. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it wasn't being recognized for what it is. See, you know? I, I think we recognize yeah. it. I'm just not sure that everybody else recognizes it. But, but now you can't even dispute it. I mean, it feels like this show has got some sort of uh, an added oomph to it. You know what I mean? Like there's, some, yeah. there's something additional that's been added on top of the show and maybe somebody's credentials here. LeVar, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I mean, if you ever come back, we'll kill you. You remember the hyena? He didn't, he didn't have an answer. I, I tell you what, I'm still kind of in shock about it. Let me give you a backstory here. I thought when when Brady was talking about Coach Stoops and and congratulating, and I saw Al. Al Wilson's my guy. I saw, you know, he was being congratulated. I was like, man, I missed it. Like, I missed it, you know? I thought it was done. And I was sitting at home yesterday, and as I know it, the chapter of my life of football has officially come to a close. I hit my final resting place yesterday, man. Pretty cool. And what happened? Yeah, man. So so here, this is pretty cool, man. I'm sitting at home. And my oldest son came in town. He goes to Lackawanna uh, College in Pennsylvania. And he just got, him and his girlfriend just got in town yesterday. So I get the ball, I, I get I get, I get, get the box that's in front of my door. There's a box there. And I said, I, you know, grab it. I'm like, I don't get any boxes, by the way. I don't shop. I don't do anything. Everything my, my wife orders or my, my kids order, um, my daughter's. And I grabbed the box, and it's like LeVar on the box. I don't think nothing of it. I'm like, it's still the holiday, so I probably got a gift from somebody or whatever. And I go sit down, and my son walks in. I'm like more into my son and this, that, and the other. And so I sit down, I open up the box, and and I, I'm looking at it. I was like, this is a this is a cruel, this is a cruel joke. You know, it's pretty cruel. Um, it's a football. I see the football, and I look at it, and it's it's like congratulations i'm like what wait hold on and and so i started trying to figure out if there were like multiple publications or multiple <laughs> multiple 
awards that were given for for this and it was the national football foundation hall of fame man i, I, yeah. I got into the class of 2022 college football yeah. hall of famer that's lamar it, harrington that's, that's yeah. the one i wanted yeah hey, i'll never think about playing ever again <laughs> I, I i wish i could say i had a, a hall of fame worthy pro career but i know in reality i didn't and and so as I set my expectations on every every single thing that I've accomplished as as a player, the one thing that and and even when I was in the pros, when I left college, one, college always meant a whole lot more to me for some strange reason. I always felt like it was truly business once I got to the pros, and it just meant a lot to. I always told people if I could get into a Hall of Fame that meant the most to me, it would have been college. It would be College Football Hall of Fame just because, you know, I mean, I guess with portals now it's it's different, but your college is your college. You know, right. back in the day, that, that that's like that's not going to change. In the pros, your team can change, things can change in a heartbeat that you don't have any real control over. But in college, right. college is your college, right? Like you have friends you go to class with, you – you you hang out at the local pubs together. You you do all kinds. Of, you know the the uh, parties at the apartments and stuff like that. It's just so many different things that are connected to college that meant so much to the formation of who I became as as a man. And you know, I just I, I wanted this. I wanted this pretty bad. I wanted this pretty badly, man. So I'm like I'm still in kind of like shock and disbelief about it. You know, when I told told the family and stuff like that, they they were like, you know, are you okay? Like, you don't seem to have like any real facial expressions. And I was like, I was kind of in shock because I thought I didn't get in. If you guys remember, like when when we were talking about it, Brady, like you were talking about Coach Stoops, I was like, man, yeah, that man. was for this past. That year, was though. for this this past year. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's like I, did, I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't even post anything, but I was like, yeah, dude, like they already announced that a while ago for him. I, mean, I didn't know. Stuff, it's it's like yeah. it's like you're thinking you read the wrong lotto numbers. I, I, was, yeah. I was so deep in thought, I just thought I missed it. Like ah, he, maybe he next he, year. You thought you threw away the winning ticket. I know. You're like, yeah, what happened? Damn it! I was like, this is a cruel joke i i didn't think they were picking until next january you know yeah. I, that's what i was thinking but i got it and thank you to the national football foundation and 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 the directors and everyone who played a part in it thank you to all my teammates you know thank you to my coaches shots out to joe rest easy uh yeah. man hard to hard to give a shout yeah. out to to my position coach and to our defensive coordinator um with everything that has happened but man it 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 was a tremendous – that was a tremendous ride. Man. That's awesome, man. Can, can I just say two things, LeVar? Sure. You know, one, I, I think maybe college, and I don't want to speak for you, but but it might mean more in some ways too because, you know, college you have the, you have control over that decision, where you go, where you choose true. to go. That is true. And, and that's the hard thing I think about the NFL is you don't. You're born into a situation where, I mean, not to make it applicable to, like, life – but there's some people who are born into situations where it's hard to get out Oof. and it's hard to battle through it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about colleges is like you at least have the opportunity to choose where you want to go and set forth on that path. Yeah. And your path was littered with greatness. Yeah, and, and that's it. why you're in the position you're in. But the one thing you said was like, you know, you're kind of closing this chapter of football. I, I hope you don't because just from working with you and knowing you, there's so many gifts and lessons that I think you have to share with so many people, and especially young people, 
about the game. So I, I hope it – I know you're saying, hey, it closes, it's kind of put RIP to that portion of it, but I hope that the teaching never, never stops. Yeah, I'm you with know, you. I hope that never stops for the game. I'm with you there. No, I'm with you there. Hey, listen, the game is – is is to be sold, not told, and I'm I'm all for giving it to to all of the next generations of guys. Everybody knows that, so yeah. I just for me, I I, I told my I told my kids, my 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 daughter told me, Layla said, you know, you should put that on a T-shirt. I said, come visit me, come visit me at the College Football Hall of Fame. Don't go to my grave site. Like, don't go, don't don't worry about going to where I'm buried. Come come see me in at the hall. Like that's that's how I felt I felt yesterday. Like I can go now. Like if I left here today, I've I've put in place a legacy that's made my name more than what my father made it. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're you're supposed to when you're the son of a man, you're supposed to or you're son of a uh, daughter of 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 a woman, you're supposed to further what your family is doing, what their legacy is. I've done my part for the legacy of my family. And and so that's that for me that it, it was one of the most amazing moments sitting there and, and I just I shared it with my family like I I shared it with you guys um, and it was just I, I don't know it's still kind of surreal you know to know that you did something significant enough and in a lot of your accolades after you play the game uh, go into if you're going to be selected so they're looking at good citizens. So I've tried to be an upright citizen in everything that I do. I've tried to be uh, a person of service, tremendous service. I've I've always given myself. I've never really done for myself. I don't I don't do anything for myself. So it, 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 to to have an award that kind of represents your your works. I've never received like a community service award. I was never up for Walter Payton Man of the Year. And and you know some people ask me that does that bother you? And I've always said to people if. If I can do service for for people on on a consistent basis, I don't necessarily need the accolades that go with it. I, I just want to be able to impact people's lives, and and as long as you're able to do that, and and I'm able to do that, I know that I'm going in the right direction for for what my life's purpose is. So you know, I I've never had any type of real awards in in terms of of that, but I felt like this was. A largely in part a lot of what I've done post career would would lead because there's been a lot of lot of qualified dudes that are on on that list. So I'm just humbled, man. I'm humbled by it. I'm 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 you know I don't know, man. Just pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty. And, cool. and one of the things that you said, and, and I know Brady's mentioned this before, and and it's really anybody that I've talked to who's played at the NFL or college, it's, you know, the NFL, when you get there, it is about the business, it's about the situation and circumstance, and so many things change, so many other factors come into it. But the last time you really, for a lot of guys that, that I've heard from, the last time they really loved and enjoyed football was at that college level, at that high school and college level. And it's a lot why we've talked about some of these bowl games, these kids that are getting games canceled that are their last opportunities to go out there and play with their guys, even if they're not a Hall of Famer. Just that era of their lives is so much fun, and they look back and they're so fond of it. And to see you be rewarded for for that era, that's awesome, man. You chose to go. Like I don't know about you, Brady, but I know for us, we as friends, you go on recruiting visits, you get to know people, and you know who the top guys are, and you start as friends. You're like, here's where we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go together as, and we're gonna try to win it all. 
And I can recall there were about 10 dudes, 10, 10, 12 dudes that we all like we were going to camps together, going to the college camps. And we're like, you know, where you think? What are we thinking? And we chose Penn State. And, and you know, we, we got rated number one at one point in time. We never, never sealed the deal. But I do think that there's something to be said also about the camaraderie of, man, I, I got – banged up by this dude wasn't too many dudes in high school that i went up against that banged me up a couple dudes banged me up and we're going to school and we're going to be playing on the same side of the ball and and on the same team together so now we go from being opposition to we're comrades and and that's you know i don't know it it made me think a lot about it made me go through the the mental emotional aspects of what what football has to offer and it's so funny you talking about uh, bowl games because it's like my last bowl game in the Alamo Bowl against Texas A&M, I didn't give it not one thought as to if I was going to play that game. There were so right. many so many people asking, like, are you going to play? You hurt your shoulder. It came out. Are you are you just going to, you know, you've solidified yourself. I said, am I going to play? That's Courtney Brown sitting right there. Like, you look over there. There's Courtney Brown. I never saw a man – look like Courtney Brown. There he is right there. There's Brandon Short right there. There's David Macklin. There's Derek Fox. Like there's David Fleischauer. There's Amani Bell. Am I going to play? Here's Mac Morrison right here. Mac's right next to me. Say hi, Mac. Like am I going to play? <laughs> I get right. another opportunity to suit up. I'll never get the opportunity to play with this collection of guys ever again in my life. No matter how good I I I how good the teammates I had in the pros. This collection, this group of dudes that I sweat with, bled with, cried with, cramped with, whatever, I'll never get this opportunity again. I had to go play. I mean, it wasn't even a thought. But, man, just just, just humbled by it, man, and super, super, super stoked about it for certain, man. That's awesome. Call Good me Hall, Hall of Fame uh, LeVar now. Call, Damn right. call, college Hall of Fame <laughs> HOF. LeVar now, You know, yeah. HOF or call, call me uh, College Hall of Fame LeVar now. <laughs> <laughs> HOF or. Uh, and, and it's in Atlanta, right? The uh, College Football Hall of Fame. It is in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. And the um, dinner's in in Las Vegas. That's right. Oh yeah. 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 Next December, what, baby. What, yeah. uh, all right. So maybe uh, we gotta go. We yeah, gotta go. Maybe, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> we, all right. That's uh, that sounds like a, like a dangerous weekend. But uh, all right, let's make it happen. <laughs> uh, so there it is. Congratulations. Just make it past ten o'clock, Jonas. All right. right. Just, just make it make it past the dinner itself. It's t- Jonas. Ten Eastern or uh, ten, what are we talking about? Because I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it. Just you know, sip, I'll, sip I'll, that I'll, one beer. Yeah, yeah. I'll have uh, I'll have time to work me, on me that. Me and Brady but, uh, lead the double fist into me and Brady. Congratulations to the college football hall of famer lavar errington uh well deserved and and awesome to get to share the moment with you here Thank on you. fsr up next here on two pros and a cup of joe uh it is the drama in the nfl heard around the world and it took another turn late yesterday we'll get into all the details of it right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. 
I mean, All listen. Right. You're going to make it awkward in a minute. No, I mean, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm glad uh, Brady and I were help. Uh, we're here to uh, help push you over the edge, you know. Yeah, like like you, you were just about there. I think you needed a little bit of dose of uh, I mean, our two slappy asses to uh, go ahead and uh, get it, you over the edge there. I'm certain. You, know? you need a little knox in you. That's <laughs> yeah. what you needed. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the, on the word little there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we are <laughs> off and running here on a Thursday morning. Uh, by the way, coming up later on this hour, we are going to get into um, – Another edition of In Case You Missed It. All sorts of uh, goofy stuff in the world of sports and beyond that we'll have fun with as we head into a busy week 18 in the NFL. Um, the Antonio Brown saga continues to take every twist and turn in the book. Uh, the latest is a um, uh, there was a, 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 I guess a press release or something written up by Antonio Brown. Yeah, or that his looked attorney. like it was written by Antonio himself. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean you know, it was very well written. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's seemed like uh you know i'll good take for, his word for good it for him yeah. yeah and um so he just basically to sum up the long and very long explanation of what happened on sunday um the bucks uh mishandled his injury uh he couldn't go back into a game uh bruce arians was upset that he wouldn't go back into the game because of the injury and he gave him sort of a throat slash gesture like you're done uh to which antonio brown walked off the field he made sure to point out there although he was jogging off the field there's a big difference uh, with the injury he has between jogging off a field and going into the tunnel as opposed to uh, getting off the line of scrimmage and playing football, so on and so forth. But this is the latest turn in the Antonio Brown saga. And and Brady, as we discussed and you pointed out yesterday, this this is maybe why the Buccaneers and Bruce Arians' tone changed so much from right after the game to the following day because they felt like maybe this was on the brink of happening. Yeah, clearly there was more to this story. And, you know, what we get all caught up in on the outside is how Antonio Brown demonstrated his frustrations. And I'll just reiterate what I said yesterday. It doesn't make it right what he did. But if but now I think when you hear his side of the story, and that's it's always a he said, he said thing in this situation, you know, you're seeing the fact that Okay, so he sat out practice that week. He'd missed some games in time due to this ankle injury. He, he now is in a position where their team's making a playoff push. They need him because arguably their best receiver, Chris Godwin's out for the rest of the season. And so he's being asked to go play when he, they know he's not 100%. He's got incentives on the line. And so he's doing what he can to get out there. And yet he's in pain. It's not working out. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't – I'm not going to go in there. I, I can't be the player I need to be or that you want me to be. Like, And they're telling me to go play, but I, I can't do that. And I'm not getting the ball anyway. So, like, what's the point? I mean, we, we talked about that, that Super Bowl where the Eagles went and T.O. was playing on, on what was a fractured foot or ankle, um, whatever the case was. Yeah. It wasn't like they weren't throwing to him. He wasn't out there as a decoy. Like, he was a part of that offense. Like, he, he was sacrificing for his team, and they were making sure he was at least targeted and rewarded for that. And in this case, like, Antonio Brown really wasn't as much a part of it. And, and, he, and he admitted, he said, look, we're losing the Jets. It's disappointing. You know, we were a, a large double-digit favorite to beat this team. We should beat this team. We're the defending Super Bowl champs. And so I think you can start to see some of the reason of, look, this is an eccentric dude. This is how he kind of acts out at times. This isn't a news flash for anyone out there who knows Antonio Brown. 
this kind of stuff is in the the realm of what he's potentially able to do. And, and he was acting out, at least from what his words are now, because of what they were asking to do. And a guy in Bruce Arians who, I mean, look, say what you want about Bruce Arians. The reality is, like, look, these two have been together before. You know, B.A. was in Pittsburgh as an O.C. with Antonio Brown early in his career. And now they come full circle, and you see them together again. They win a Super Bowl together, and he's trying to come out. So, like, you could see how – like, I, I, I tend to think you act more emotionally when you get in arguments or fights with the people that you care about the most, right, or that could hurt you the most. And I'm sure of, of all the things Antonio Brown has been through, I'm sure when it comes down to it, you know, Bruce Arians is like probably one of those coaches and players. I mean, he was the only coach last year who was willing to take a chance on A.B. Let's be real about this. The whole vaccination thing. He was the only one. To, he, he didn't just cut him. He could have. He didn't say that. He, he welcomed him back onto the team. And they dealt with the injury and everything else to get him back. So, you know, there's also that element of it where – I mean, and, and look, Bruce Arians is the type of guy that will literally come and air you out to the media on Monday and then turn around on Wednesday and, and tell you how, how great you are and everything else. Like, he's that kind of coach. It's a, it's a volatile relationship in how he handles things. So I just think the more we hear to the story, I'm not saying I sympathize by how Antonio Brown acted out, and I, and I even think he regrets that to maybe some degree, at least based on his words or his agent's words or his attorney. But the reality is there's a lot more to this story, and I think it paints a picture of the emotions that go involved to a player playing who's, who's banged up, not feeling good, and like that combination of the physicality and the emotions and the pain and everything else that goes behind it and the relationships involved too. I, I just I, – I still lean into it, it wasn't that big of a deal until it was made a big deal. Like the 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 backlash, the, the the everything that has come after is is really based upon people looking for something to have a story about because this is a high profile person who was a part of it. It's a high profile team. It's connected to maybe the most high profile player in all of of the National Football League and all of football. And we took a moment where A.B. put the spotlight on himself and on that team by what he did. And regardless of whatever happened, whatever was said, whatever whatever happened before he did that, it, it was what it was. You know, talking about, oh, well, we're going to cut your ass if you, if you don't go back out there on the field. Please, please remind people out there, Brady, that uh, – there have been far, far, and when I say far, I mean very, very far away worse things said to a player <laughs> on a sideline for sure, and on a practice field. For sure. And that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to happen. Right. Right? Like, well, I, I've especially because he's still on the roster now. It's like, it's <laughs> okay. still right? They, they didn't cut him anyway. It's like. Uh, so there's a joke that Parcells fired guys on his staff five or six different times. I, I mean, <laughs> like, people, some people communicate in threatening manners. Like, that's what they do. They Old school style of coaching a lot of time is to be derogatory. 
Like that's just part of football culture. You don't just learn that being in the pros. That that's even a part of little league. And and in some places the language is just as bad in little league football as it is at the pro level. So not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's a part of that culture. And and to look at the entirety of everything that happens, it still doesn't justify the way he handled what he did. It just doesn't justify. No matter what he writes, I could care less who wrote it. If he had somebody compose it for him, great. If he composed it, great. Who cares? The bottom line is if you have an injury you need to get attention to, then get attention to it. it yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I just think that there's no way of justifying it from any angle. Here's how I kind of I, I, I kind of look at it. And again, not trying to justify, just trying to add, I guess, more perspective to it. Is it's kind of like you know, and, and we've you know probably some people out there have experienced it. You end up dating an absolute smoke show, yeah, right, yeah. But what comes along with that is like sometimes some crazy, or sometimes something that's a little bit off, right? Like you know, you're like, well, I don't understand why she's single, and then next thing you know, some little thing happens, and she's exploding <laughs> or getting all emotional, and you're like, oh, now, now I get it, why. like, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit crazy, yeah. but like when, when things are going well, it's going well. Like you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. You leave the toilet seat up. She pulls out a switchblade. Yeah. Yeah, like, what are we going on? Sorry. Oh, that was where I crossed the line. Like, like this is, this is kind of like that situation where like you got yourself a little baddie and like, you don't realize that she cray cray until like you cross that line and you're like, Oh, this can happen. Like we haven't seen that sort of element of craziness where like Antonio Brown didn't come on the field because he couldn't figure out which helmet he wanted to wanted, or he, he was in his rehab process. He, yeah. he singed off his feet in our cryo chamber. <laughs> like we haven't seen that degree of like that or craziness. I'm just going to come to uh, training camp in an air balloon. And, 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 all, and also, <laughs> other things. Yeah, and, right. and also, isn't this part of, I think, the problem and the reason why he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt from, from whoever is out there and who knows how this is going to play out is – like to, to Brady's point, we've seen how many instances where he walks out on a team where he, you know, he's at pregame wearing a mink coat at the Steelers' uh, final game or whatever it was a couple of years ago, and then bails. There's no reason uh, he, to give him a benefit of the doubt because it's not no. that big and, of a deal. And, and also, and Doctor David Chow is going to join us, you know, and talk about the medical aspect of it because he's pointed out it looked like he was injured. So you mean to tell me that not one team physician spoke to him on the sideline? Nobody came up to him trying to talk to him? Because what I saw was guys trying to talk to him, and he didn't want to have any of it. So so that's the part of this, because he, he accused Arians of not sending over any medical staff. Not And you guys would know better than me how that works and what the, what the, what the you know, protocol is on when they're supposed to go over and when they're supposed to talk to a player. I but mean, it just, nobody went over this. There? We don't have that video of even really the altercation between Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown. I mean, all I've seen is him talking to Mike Evans and then taking off his pads and all that. And that's the hard thing is, like, we don't have, like, an entire shot of the sideline. And, and I assume, you know, there's probably an all-22 where probably his attorney or agent is making a case to the NFL PA or to the NFL, however this is going to go. And, and ba- especially if he gets released, right, and they'll file a grievance. But they're probably saying, like, look, we, we spelled everything out for you. This is what happened leading up. You can see on the sidelines, like, there's a, co- a conversation here, a conversation here, or there wasn't one with the, with the training staff, and, and this is what led to all of this. Now, again, 
it doesn't justify how he acted and what he did. And I think even to a degree, he, again, he's remorseful to an extent. I, I don't know to what extent. I mean, honestly, part of me is just hoping this whole thing – now, granted, you know, it works itself out. It sounds like it doesn't matter because he's going to have to get surgery or need surgery. But it would be amazing to see if they could come full circle on this whole come thing. Back. Oh, oh it'd be amazing. Can oh, my I, God. I, can I ask you a I'm question, in. Brady? Because yeah. you, you're making me – this is percolating now. Do you think in the midst of everything that was taking place that it's possible that Antonio Brown – actually ran every scenario that you're talking about through his head and felt as though if he makes a spectacle of this moment of where he was said the things that were said to him, that if I make the spectacle big enough that I can benefit from it on the other side of it in a settlement, how much would that be? Like, would we have any idea as to what, how, like what dollar figure does, does that exceed what he would have made in those bonuses is there like would it would it have made sense for him to do this in some way where the calculation is by doing this they can't deny what it is that i'm saying about my ankle right now i, I gotta be honest with you i don't know that he's he was cognizant of, it, of that exact thing at the moment at least as far as the monetary thing but i do think there was a point where he was probably like no 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 no, no, no. you're not gonna win on this because think about the reality of this they played the majority of the season without him or a good portion haven't really needed him. Now they need him, and if he is indeed dealing with this ankle, and it's, it's as bad as he says it is, and he, and he couldn't play, and he wasn't healthy, and, and what would they probably do? They'd probably just you know, end up uh, releasing him and, and, and giving him what, an injury settlement. Uh, and an injury settlement, right. So which, which you and I both know he wouldn't make as much money that way. Correct. Now in this case, to your point, yeah, he, he probably will, and would end up being able to make more from this and, and there might be a, a part in his head where he's like, I've played long enough, I know this game well enough, where I'm not going to let you guys just release me and give me an injury settlement for me trying to fight my way back and, and, and now trying to be the guy for you, and, and now you're just going to cut me? Like, I, I ain't hearing that noise. So mm. to, to that question, I do think there is some logic. And, and, look, I've been around Antonio Brown a little bit, all right, mostly in training, and it's been a while, but – one of the things you kind of, when you're around him, I'll say this. He's got one of those personalities that can light up the room or hit that switch and shut the lights out. Mm-hmm. Like, it is that sort of dynamic personality. Like, he's got one of those smiles and one of those, like, jovial kind of ways about himself where you feel like when, when he's on, he's on. He's fun to be around. He's a good dude. When he's not, it's, it's a, it's a, it can get ugly. And so you, you see both sides of that. But, like, I do think he is savvier – than what some people are giving people him realize. credit for. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely savvier with all this stuff. And yeah, maybe there's something to that. And in all honesty, LeVar, like, like maybe he was sitting there thinking to run it through his head before he blew up. He had Man. time. Man. <laughs> he had back. a little bit of time to sit on. Hey, I'll tell you, I was benched my last year in, in, in Washington. You have a lot of time to think about a lot of things <laughs> when you be on that bench. He had time oh, to think man. about it. Uh, so good. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called "I Want Your Flex." Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened 
what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, LeBar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, it's another edition of In Case You Missed It. All sorts of weirdness out there in the world of sports and beyond. We'll get into all of it and have some fun for you right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two pros and a cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. Hall of Famer LeVar Arrington, College Football Hall of Famer, Class of 2022. That's why you got to listen to this show. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news left and right. Uh, Brady Quinn and Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. It's a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, we got uh, you know more uh, rumors and speculation about a quarterback-coach relationship in the NFL that I'm not sure a lot of people saw happening. Uh, that'll be uh, coming up here on FSR uh, again, top of next hour. Right now, though, it's time for this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to the superstar himself, Justin Cooper, in for lead to lap. Coop, what the hell's going on? Thank you, Jonas. Now, there was some uh, interesting stuff in the latest uh, NFL-issued memo recently. Now, they're talking about uh, teams can be docked draft picks now and face major fines if they find uh, uh, interviews for you know uh, prospects are inappropriate. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, there's been some some weird stories. Like, uh, Des Bryant uh, said that uh, he was asked whether his mother was a prostitute and whether she was <laughs> yeah. using drugs. Yeah. Um, That's not funny, Jonas. I mean, it's, wow. it's so egregious. Wow. Yeah, it, like, I mean, wow, bro. Like, if, if somebody walked up to you and asked you that, it'd be like, wait, what? Like, that would be it, fighting it, words. Like, I, 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 you wouldn't have to say another word. I'd just deck you in your face. I, I mean, I, oh, might, I might have to be on that with you. Yeah. Uh, now, now, if AB had did something based off of that, I'd be all yeah. in with him. I mean, how do we know that <laughs> we there were more things said? I mean, That's I, a good point. I mean, I, I, Jonas knows Bruce Aaron. I mean, to- if they said, I'm going to cut you <laughs> so you could go back home and be with your prostitute mama, uh, I would be all in with AB. Yeah. Well, but listen. but make sure make sure that make sure make sure that because because they gonna come for Bruce Arians <laughs> if that's oh, yeah. cancel culture is coming for Bruce Arians and something like that touchdown. <laughs> is your mama prostitute? Your mama, go, I'm gonna cut you so, so you can go be at home it's with just, your your prostitute it's mama. So ridiculous. So so no more of those. Yes, yeah, so no, no yeah. more of those. I mean, more recently, you know, the guys were asked about their sexual preference. So uh, I guess you know. <laughs> What? They're putting, yeah. Uh, uh, Eli Apple, uh, Darius Geis. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. not racist. <laughs> Sexist. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, yeah, kind of. I, yeah, I, I guess. Orientationist. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, uh, man. They're also, uh, they're, they got rid of the Wonderlick. No, no more Wonderlick test. Because uh, oh, nobody so cared about it except the QBs and the linemen. It's not that no one cared. Like, you do need to have a baseline of testing guys, and that was it. Like, it's no different in school where we act like baseline testing now is like. Ra- 
I, I don't even want to get into this. It's such a dumb, dumb thing, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. Dudes were going up in that joint. B-A-B. B-A-D. D-A-D. Like, they were seeing how many times they could spell different words, like cab, dad, ab. Like, come on, Here's man. Here's what I don't get is you're about ready to invest possibly millions of dollars into an, an individual. Wouldn't you want to vet, and I'm not making a case for the stuff asking about someone's mama, but once you want to, as far as testing goes, from a physical, emotional, mental side, have all the data and information you could get? I mean, what other profession are you going into where you make that type of money for what it is that you're doing? Uh, can, okay, can, <laughs> but, okay. but that's what I'm saying is, so why wouldn't you test them and why, why would you get rid of things that give you some idea or degree of whether it's intelligence or how it, it ends up playing a part? I mean, is this the NFL? Is this the NFLPA who pushed for this? Because because the is this the NFLPA saying, hey, we may have lost our ass on the uh, new uh, new CBA, but guess what? Uh, no more Wonderlic test, guys. Uh, so you should feel better about hey, things. How about this? Why don't we just stop letting everything from the combine become public? Like, hey, why don't we? Perfect. Like, like, I remember going to the combine and guys were asked to be under oath whether or not they they did marijuana, did drugs. And they're like, oh, yeah, this won't get out. And, of course, literally, a day after the combine ends, it gets out this list of guys who admitted to smoking weed. Rats. No, I just – that's how this thing operates. And so – and then what happens is we get these Wonderlick tests. You get guys who do ba- have bad scores or bad results. People make fun of them, and it's because it gets leaked out. It's like we, we, we tend to focus on the wrong things. It's like, all right, well, let's just stop testing guys in general – and let's just, you know, let's just get rid of that and let's try to get rid of all this other stuff that could get leaked out. Why don't you stop the leaks? How about that? Yeah. Agreed. Jesus. Rats. That's a good point. What else you got, man? Let's, let's guys- get away from, uh, you know, selling selling things for... Sure. Yeah. Do you guys know what hitting the gritty is? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm not... I'm uh, not I up on I'm not it. cool. Let me, let me, let me in Who? on this. I, it's a dance I, move. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, yeah. the Jefferson yeah. dance. Brady, he yes. didn't get it, man. Okay. He, you know, it's not Wait, what? Brady yeah. knows everything. Yeah. Come on. Are you, are you, are you co-signed on this, Jones? Yeah, the gritty. Come on. It's Everybody's what, uh, trying Justin, to do it now. Justin Jefferson does it every time he scores. Well, you better be uh, careful if you do it, right, Coop? Yeah. Well, I guess, uh, yeah. Apparently, Adam Schefter yeah. thinks oh, he, he, looked, he tore his ACL. He looked horrible nah, doing it. Was it meniscus or ACL? Okay. I, it would have been better if it was his ACA. Hey, I'd just be. I'm not uh, wishing I'll, ill on him, but okay. Although, I'm just saying he looked horrible doing it. You guys have told me the turf at Soldier Field's pretty banged up. I think that's where it happened. So maybe so there he's, is something he's got. There. Oh, so he's uh, doing look, the AB. Just saying, maybe he's got a gripe. Maybe he's he's got putting it out here. there. He's putting it out there that he, <laughs> he needs an injury, saying, like, uh, injury uh, settlement. I mean, yeah. The only problem is it's not going to prevent him from doing his job. Like his job's not contingent <laughs> upon doing the gritter or anything. I physical. could not get any more inside him. Information due to the injury yeah. that I sustained to my it, knee. It would have been worse if he tripped and fell and broke his thumbs and he couldn't tweet or text anyone. Well, That'd be know, the issue. well, maybe uh, you know he can hit up uh, the Washington football team and uh, you know see if they can uh, confirm or deny the report. You know? <laughs> maybe he m- can m- go m- lean up against m- one of them bleachers. Hey, hey Mr. Editor, did I uh, tear my meniscus? Uh, Ziplock my knee.